Hi, I'm the Margin Call producer, Yiming Piancai. Before we get to today's show, I just wanted to let our listeners know that if you like what you hear on our podcast or on our website, Queston Media is currently hosting a fundraiser that runs from now till the end of August. That's about two weeks. And we are trying to gain enough funds to support Queston's functionality for another year, as well as be able to pay contributors to our site and also pay our core staff a small stipend of money so they can continue to invest their time in this project. So if you are interested and you want to support us, I will include a link to the Indiegogo page inside of this episode, wherever it may be. And hopefully we can continue to bring you episodes just like this one. So thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Quest on Media. Tonight I am your host, Kat, and I am not alone today. I have Eming with me, our wonderful producer. And I have two guys who are like my best friends in the world. I have Marlon and Raymond. Thank you guys for coming to tonight's episode. Um, so to get right into it, um, there's been a lot of stuff happening in the news uh, as far as, you know, violence and the shootings and stuff. And, you know, ever since I was a child, I remember people in the government always complain about video games was like, you know, the reason why. And the fact that they brought that reason back again for the explanation of everything is crazy. Because I remember, you know, back in like, what was it, 97, 99, after Columbine. And, um, you know, they were talking about these kids and the reason behind their motives or the motives of why they did it. And it was, oh, it's video games. And so, you know, me on here, I like my geeky stuff. I am a very strong advocate for video games. So I really felt passionate and I felt like we have to do the justice and talking about why that is so wrong and why, you know, video games are more than just, just, you know, an ex- excuse for people who don't understand. It's, it's a way of actually community and the opposite of what they're saying. Yeah. I definitely think that with video games being a very popular medium um, it tends to be kind of like a, a lightning rod. I mean, there are a lot of fun and entertaining games out there, and some of them tend to be a little more uh, inclined towards violence, but I definitely think they do get a bad rap. I mean, the most popular game out still is Minecraft, and that's a game where you're just, you know, farming and cutting down trees and making really cool little figurines and houses. Um, but I definitely think it all kind of goes back to, like you're saying, with the whole Columbine thing and um you know during that time you had a game like Mortal Kombat that came out where um it just shook the whole world to its core I mean even with that game it ended up you know being uh brought to the lap of Joe Lieberman a senator and you know that kind of spiraled into us getting the rating system we have now because of Mortal Kombat and games like Mortal Kombat Mm -hmm. where we saw video games going from just being an arcade thing to being an at-home thing and you know usually video games were kind of advertised as a very like kid-friendly thing where you can go play this kid-friendly game, but now you can also pick up a game where you can pull someone's spine out of their back. And you had a lot of people saying, oh, it's going to be the 
detriment of our children. They're going to learn how to enjoy violence and seek it out. Um, I think that's kind of where it all kind of stemmed from. But I mean, even yeah. then, like there really wasn't a, like a straight correlation between the two. Yeah, like I think it's just so crazy that these people, whoever the government, they, you know, when stuff happens that that happens and it's happening to us, these people that we are the working people, and for them to just pull that out of their hat, like, oh, you know, what's what's going on in the world? Music, movie, or music and movies. Oh, video games. Oh, Mortal Kombat. That's a crazy game. There's violence. You know what? Those kids played that, so that's why they did that. That has to be the reason why. So if we get so hypothetically, if we got rid of video games, no, there should be no more shootings, right? Is, is that what they're trying to prove? Because it, it really I'm sounds just... like that a lot of the time. <laughs> it absolutely does. Like like getting rid of video games. Walmart literally did it in this past week after uh, after all the shootings. They've started pulling um displays of violent video games and like turning off the violent <laughs> video games and the testing so this was walmart wow. did this across their company like they still think it's going to fix something when like really they need to like there's other things that you can't just you can't poke and blame something completely irrelevant oh my gosh these kids out here smoking up jewels let's start blaming <laughs> foldable foldable chairs that's that's why they're smoking like they can go to the park and smoke that's that's why they're doing it Right. That's not how the world works. I just, I, I just, for me, you know, I keep going back and forth from like when I was a child and I heard about this till now. And I'm just like, I'm just stuck on that mentality. Like, hypothetically, if you did, if what they said worked out and then, you know, it's not going to work, you know, it, it will just show that they're stupid and that they'll find another excuse. Maybe it's the music. Maybe it's the clothes. Maybe it's the food. Maybe it's the fashion. Like, they're just going through all this pop culture stuff to find, like, an excuse behind something that's very, very important. And it really rests on their heads and shoulders. But they don't want to touch it because, you know, power and corruption and money. So Correct. I just think it's crazy that, you know, for me, video games promote a lot of things. Like, it's it's for fun. It's almost like therapy. I know for me, it's like therapy. I come home from a long day of work. I like to play my games. I'm great. It's a great place for meeting friends, you know? You have a great community, whatever game you're playing, and you're meeting these amazing people online that you form parties with and connections with. And you're, you know, you're happy. You're making, like, your own community. And then just like enjoying the game itself, like the stories. There are so many di different types of stories. Some games are better than movies, like as far as like the, the cinematic quality, the music, the characters, the voice acting. I mean, these companies are spending millions of dollars to blow us away from, from our own computer and TV screens. And so, I mean, I understand as a player, you really do get into it. We, you, me and Raymond were just talking about how you just can't put it down because it's so much fun. You just, you literally get lost in it, lost in it. But when it's time to log out, you know, I don't feel like aggressive or anything. You know, I just feel like, you know, I, I did my duty in my little virtual world. You know, I'm great. I can move on. I can draw reality. You know, I got to go back to work, whatever. And so, you know, it, it just, it baffles me that people who have the power to pass laws and stuff, you know, they, they're nitpicking at something that's not even a problem. Now studies have shown and, and that's, and 
like I guess some studies have shown that you know I guess some games can cause aggression or whatever, but not to the extreme. And then in those in those studies, they didn't have anything to compare to before they played the game. Like maybe they're already an aggressive person. You know what you know what I'm saying? So it's interesting just that other factors. Right, there's so many other factors, and um, I could pull it apart all day. And at the end, it's they, they're wrong. They're 110 percent wrong. And um, yeah, I just it just it, I, I don't know. As a gamer, I feel really offended that they are still using this excuse, and that places like Walmart are doing what they're saying because you know Walmart is a big supporter of the government, so they're gonna do what they're gonna do. When in fact Walmart's gonna lose their sales and probably Amazon's gonna take over again in video game sales, whatever. And I'm just like, can we just get to what's really the problem? Like, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's like the elephant in the room. Like, why? Why are people feeling the need to come in and just do what they gotta do? It's not video games. True. I mean, I think what's really interesting about all these shootings that it's very cyclical, you know shootings happen and then we you know scapegoat something or another it could be you scapegoat D, you scapegoat harry potter um you find something that kind of is on the outer fringe of things and i feel like with video games what makes it a little bit difficult to blame it now is knowing that north america as a whole is one of the top countries that spends all their money on developing video games and mm-hmm. you have countries like you know japan and korea they're also spending a lot of money on video games as well but if you notice in japan and in south korea they are on par with our production of video games, but they're also um, far behind us when it comes to like manufacturing weapons. Um, right. Whereas we're ahead of the world right now in, in manufacturing weapons. So it's kind of like we have the most weapons, we have the most video games. Um, even if we didn't have these video games, we still would have the most weapons manufactured on as a whole. So we would still in turn have these gun issues because we have the most amount of guns out of any developed country in the world. You look at countries, you know, that have, you know, as many video games as we do, they may have these like plethora of games, but they also have a very stark contrast when it comes to like gun violence, almost 99% less than we do. Uh, it's almost yeah, non-existent in yeah. some countries where, like, you know, they're playing games as crazy as we are, you know, maybe maybe playing, you know, some fun MMO RPG games, but they don't have as many gun violence issues as we have, you know. And even, you know, when the FBI did their own kind of investigation into this, but, like, the Safe School Initiative program after Columbine, um, they found that, you know, folks that acted upon um, these violent in- inclinations had, you know, they, did, they didn't really have a video game addiction, you know? They had other factors that led to them attacking schools. Mm-hmm. And, of course, some of them being major loss um, personally or, you know, ro- romantically and things like that. You know, it, it, like video games and violent media didn't really have a big enough factor uh, in this report to give the FBI even an inclination that, yo, video games are the source. It was more great like this, like they're involved in it, they're around it, but like it isn't the driving force to get them to make this act um, happen in their world. You know, they have other factors leading up to it. So it's very much, if the FBI, if the FBI is saying that, yo, like there's no like correlation, then just what it comes down to is voters. You know, you want to scare up enough voters to, you know, want to get on your side. And it's very easy to say, hey, these kids and their technology is dangerous um, to uh, a, you know, a growing number of old, older constituents because they're going to believe hey these kids are getting a little more radical than i was so it's easier to get those votes to come towards you yeah 
I, I agree. And, and I, it's funny how, like, I was reading up on some of the school shootings. I don't like reading up on it, but I had to for facts. And I read somewhere that for one of the shooters at the Sandy Hook school, like, they were trying to, you know, find what game was he playing to make him go so crazy? And they found out, like, his favorite game was, like, Dance Dance Revolution. And I was like, wow. So, again, what what's, what what are we seeing right here? And, it, and, and it made me mad that, you know, again, they're using that as an excuse, but then they want to cover up facts like that. I had to, like, find it deep in the website. But um, I'm glad you brought up D&D because I remember as a child, I couldn't play D&D. Because I remember um, my parents were like, it's an evil game. Like, it's like you worshiping they, the devil and stuff. And I remember they that. They had and to I was uh, like, do that with Magic the Gathering, too. Uh, yep, yep. Magic the Gathering for a long time didn't print any demons in any cards because they were getting this reputation of being demonic. It took them like 15 years again to like print a demon card. It, it, 15 it, it years? Something. It was, I need to get an actual number. Let me, let me. Let me actually find that number. Fifteen might okay. be an exaggeration. And I want to make sure crazy. that I say that out loud. But it's it it was a long time. Wow. Yeah, because I remember, you know, D and D was really big in the eighties, because you know, eighties. And yeah, there's fantasy creatures and whatever. I cannot, for the life of me, know who said what or what did what. But I remember that was like a rumor, and I know that rumor kind of got back to my parents, like. Mm. You're not gonna do Dungeons and Dragons, even though I'm like, but all the cool, all the geeky kids are doing it. No, and then I didn't even know about Magic the Gathering until I was like in middle school, and so my mom was like, no, but you could get Pokemon cards, which I thought was weird because I was like, but these are actually monsters and demons, <laughs> but whatever, whatever. So um, <laughs> it, it's it's another format too. There's just not video games where people are like having their own opinions and rumors about other pop culture things. And I, I find it funny. I, I know they like to look at the children first. Like, what is what's affecting these children? And, you know, I, I remember growing up for TV, you know, it was South Park. It was Beavis and Butthead. It's like, these damn cartoons are messing up and melting our minds and making us go crazy. Cartoons and video games definitely went from being, you know, very kiddie and friendly. I mean, video games... You, used to be sold in the in Toys R Us predominantly in the toy section, you know, and you parent could just send their kid to go grab a toy and it'd be great. But now like I think if anything, it makes parents have to actually be involved in what their kids are doing. Like a parent yeah. has to know what this video game is, what this TV show is. And I think what it is, it's like really like I have to do this this little bit extra to to like raise my child or it, it's it's like an extra step that, that I feel like folks weren't really aware they have to do. But I mean, it's a part of like, you know, the ever evolving culture. Um, video games are, you know, went from being, you know, a 10 year old thing to being like a teenager to an adult thing. And cartoons went from being a kin, like a, a kiddie thing to being also an adult thing as well. I feel like you know, <laughs> evolution of the media, you know, people have had to educate themselves. And, there's, and if there's anything scarier than gun violence, it's apparently educating yourself on something that you don't understand. <laughs> Thank you, Fox News, for doing that. Um. Oh, God. <clears throat> I actually, <laughs> part of my research today was I found a Laura Ingram uh, Fox News video uh, where she uh, was 
trying to push the idea that violent video games are corrupting our children in America. Um, and it was just, it was just so like organized and scripted and the counter guy kept making valid points and they just changed the subject basically after his <laughs> after his points and it was just really like it was just really sad um i've i have done my research and it's been seven years it was a seven year skip before That's they a printed long time. still a, long, a time. long time wow and now you can have magic the gathering cards of anything now Oh yeah, because everyone's kind of let it go. It's not no one sees it. See it as a game of intelligence and tactics, and like <laughs> uh, like it's like it's it's respected. Like there isn't this issue. Um, video games, for some reason, are still. I mean, they're young. I guess that's another point too. Is like murders, so young. killing, and death has been an American staple for hundreds of years, and we think it's video games that are causing it now. That's that doesn't make any sense. Right. And I'm like thinking about like mobile games, like games you play on your phone and tablet, you know. Those those PUBG. games are Yes, exactly. So, you know, a lot of kids like that and their parents don't know, you know, what they're playing. They're just like, "Oh, they're playing Minecraft or Roblox or something." And it's like they're playing PUBG. Now, we all know they play Fortnite, whatever. PUBG is just another more violent way of Fortnite in my opinion. And I really feel like, you know, if if we're going to talk about video games and if we're going to talk about if it affects children or not, this also talks about, you know, again, it's back to parenting 101. You have to be involved in your kid's life to know what they're doing. But I mean, that's that's to me, that's common sense. But a lot of parents, you know, they they do what they got to do. And a lot of kids get exposed to stuff that I feel like they're not ready yet because of certain games whether that's mm -hmm. violence or inappropriate stuff that people are taking advantage of and i feel like if we're gonna get into the subject of our video games whatever i don't think they're harming kids but i really do believe that there are some people out there they're using that to take advantage and either corrupting or hurting kids or people because they can it's like uh putting subliminal messaging or you know showing something really crazy that doesn't make sense in the game but they're just doing it because it's you know it's shock value and i and i kind of think of like the news the news from like last year about roblox how you know it's such a popular kid game but a lot of some creepy people get on there to talk to kids and i'm like okay so somebody needs to get a uh a thing on that because you know that is a child's game but there are creepy people getting on that i'm like where's the government in talking about that why can't we talk about how people are you know they're not being aggressive but they're just being super creepy and trying to take over the world with their evilness by being in places where they shouldn't because they felt they feel the need to because you know power struggle or whatever well i'm really upset is that people, if we're going to bring video games to the legislation and do some changes around, I just feel like we should find a way where we are preventing creepy people from getting in the games to harm children or harass people. There's that. that there's, what, there's video game else? addiction. There's, this is true. Like, there's, there's mental disorders around it. Like, there's definitely things that exist that video games, like, they aren't perfect. Uh, we're just blaming them with the wrong thing right they're not perfect mm -hmm. they're a great thing but they're not perfect and i'm just like you know 
I just I feel like this whole thing is is like when ever like when you were a child and when something went wrong for you or something didn't work out for you and your one of your parents would be like that's because you're on that damn phone so much it feels like that like that's not an excuse or a logical explanation it's just you saying that because you see me playing it and having so much fun on it and you're gonna use it to blame me and my behavior and my failures is because I like it so much that's how I feel like the whole situation um Mm-hmm. What do you guys feel? I mean, I feel like it, if anything, with the whole new rating system just being started in like 1994, what, that me- what I think that means for me is that um, the video game industry put video games in the hands of the families who are getting these games. So I think it highlights, one, the whole like nature versus nurture dialogue um in terms of like what's what's going on yeah i think um with like the whole um invention of the 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 race system in 1994 it put video games in the hands of the families in terms of like we are going to be upfront with you about what's in this game and what this game has and it's on you if you want to get this game or not for your family um i think it puts that back on the family in terms of like nature versus nurture like these kids that they're if they're saying these games are like creating these violent instances in these children, um, then it kind of goes back to realizing like, what's 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 the home life like? And then if we're gonna go talk about the home life, then it definitely becomes a whole other issue. Of it. Like we have to talk about you know poverty, we have to talk about mental illness. Like this definitely brings other things that we definitely need to focus on. And if anything, I think what what, what makes it really difficult with video games and the study of their effects is that. Um, you would need to do a full and intensive study on them. And I think um, what a lot of people have found difficult is that it's kind of hard to do a study on childhood development in video games um, because if you want to do a full you know, test on that, you'd have them play violent video games, you put a gun in their hands, see what happens. That's not really probably a good idea to do and if you're doing an experiment with kids. And it's also like not really something you do... Um, psychologically anyway you don't really try to put someone in harm's way or put others in harm's way so it's very difficult to kind of uh study this because it's it's a it's a it's really hard to to do and it's really unethical to try to do it in any other way so all we can do is focus on areas that we already know are troublesome in our community which are mental health and poverty um and if anything now i definitely think we got to focus on the rise of nationalism a lot of these folks cause all these shootings you know, they're folks that are, are are white. They're folks that have a very nationalistic view on the world. They're not playing video games and, uh, and and trying to kill all of one race and a character. They're doing that in real life. I don't think you're not going to find any video games that focus on, on like going to like a, a garlic festival, like in Gilroy, and hurting people, or going to like a shopping mall and hurting people. You're not going to find games that are focused on those two um, distinctive moments. What you're going to find is that these individuals are looking and targeting areas. Um, this is something that's kind of outside of the realm of like m- like mainstream video games. And what they're looking for and what they're kind of gravitating towards is a very uh, unfortunate growing group of nationalistic individuals who want to take back America. And that's not really something that they're like, you know, picking up, playing Legend of Zelda or uh, or any other Smash game. <laughs> Definitely not getting that from The Sims at all. True, true. There was there's two interesting points there. Um, 
one relates to um, some data I found on like different uh, uh, different video game sellers, um, specifically Walmart, GameStop, Amazon. That uh, their top ten, looking at their top ten list of best-selling games from July, um, and like just pointing out like the lack of violent video games on these lists. Like Walmart has the most with four games out of ten games, um, and a lot of like and Amazon. Uh, has one no two mature titles out of 10 games in this top 10 list of, of video games like it's there there isn't there isn't much correlation like there it, it just doesn't show i i almost want to say walmart shows that there's there's a lot more walmarts in the south and 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 like you get more walmarts in rural areas than you do in cities and that almost is a different indication in itself but the mm-hmm. um but it's it's also just interesting that like they want to legislators are coming back to this now trying to do something again and they've tried before like there is no there the the supreme court shut it down back in 2005 they said you can't the first amendment rights on video games like they can put what they want to put in it you can't change the sale uh you can't ban sale of different things i was against california also um so i was california Mm. trying to sue the video game trying to sue entertainment industries uh to basically ban the sale of certain violent video games and the Supreme Court of the, the federal Supreme Court shut it down. They said no. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. So like it isn't I don't know, coming back to it now isn't going to change much there. They have to like hope that there's different because there's different justices. They will overturn, overturn an earlier Supreme Court court decision that probably wouldn't even happen anyway. Um. Do we know yeah. when they start that? Because like thank you for all those facts i did not know so you said they kind of overturned it in 2005 do we know what year do they try to like put it through to get it passed no i'm sorry they overturned it in 2011 they, sh- they this was a 2005 oh. california law pushed by governor brown um and kamala harris of course mm-hmm. that's crazy schwarzenegger tried before that um and that's California State Senator Leland Yee was working on it before that. Um, so it goes it goes deep. They got it to the Supreme Court somehow. And Justice Scalia uh, was kind of the uh, main one. Uh, he was he was a majority opinion on it. And there were other ones. Sotomayor was uh, Supreme Court at the time. Dope. Wow. Thank you. That's Jeez. crazy, though. Yeah. I didn't know that. Our historical expert, Raymond Jackson. If anything, it kind of reminds me of when um, Mortal Kombat was, was released on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, and Super Nintendo actually changed all the blood to green for Ooh, their release. What? They refused to have the blood be red. Uh, and that was like <laughs> an agreement they had to do. But Genesis was like, no, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the blood in it. And what ended up happening was Genesis outsold Super Nintendo for Mortal Kombat copies by like a large, large margin. And I think what it comes down to is like, yo, people want what they want. And if they can't get it from one, they'll get it another way. You know, that's why I feel like <laughs> a lot of these indie games are like popping out too. And they're getting a little, little wild as well. But they're also like, you know, finding out that, yo, like the video game industry, it's a cool industry, but you can get into it any way you want to get into it. And a lot of times people aren't really focused on violent video games. If they're not. Right. It's all, all about um, 
a lot of people like games where there's a need and that you are you are the reason to fill that need and so like I'm thinking of like when Candy Crush came out that was such an addicting game like I was a part of that and all you had to do was like you know match the candies with the candy swipe you're down you keep doing that till you get points you unlock you finish the level you unlock another one then you're doing it again then we got Farmville then we got that and so I I think it's so funny how like the most popular games in this country are I'm not saying they're harmless but they're like just games that really kind of cater to our, our human nature you know mm. we are we're all about giving and fixing problems and 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 traveling and helping other people that's mm. literally like the ma- the majority of a lot of the top games in this country and yeah. i'm Animal just thinking about yeah animal crossing the most like peaceful game ever so many people like millions of people play that game and i just i'm just thinking about all the memes right now about um why you know people are trying to say video games are the answer to all this violence and i'm just thinking about all these memes because that has been like cracking me up for the past two weeks because everyone's talking about you know they're saying video games is making me do this and that and it's like i'm actually trying to keep peace on my farm you know keep my animals happy or like i'm just trying to build a house for my family or i'm just trying to build you know a nice little dress for me for my character to wear we're gonna dye uh, it (laughs) did you see the daily shows uh little video game they made in the past week no 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 tell tell me more tell me more they they made like a fake it's of course it's a fake thing but they made like a little fake game where you play as the lawmaker and you're uh working on a bill to fix gun control and gun violence in America. And like, they were like, oh yeah, if video games are making people like shoot things, then video games will make lawmakers get all the, you know, get some get some legislation done. So play this game. <laughs> uh, and it's, 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 it's what, I, we can fight fire with fire all day. Uh, <laughs> you know, right, that's what they that's think is gonna happen. Hey. That's <laughs> genius, that is genius. Um, that is so funny. Um, yeah I just that's how I feel I know like for me I can talk I, I just like talking about video games like for now like I'm playing Final Fantasy 14 I think I've been telling everyone for the past month I've been playing it I know you're tired yeah. of hearing it but it's like it's so much fun like you're literally you, you pick your class whether you want to be more magic inclined or you want to be fighting on the floor or whatever you could be if you want to be more of like um if you I mean you can have multiple jobs like so you're if you are someone like I'm a lancer so you know I have a nice lance I'm not going like the game doesn't start off with oh I got this big stick sword thing I'm gonna run out and start chopping people's heads no they actually are putting me into training and they're doing the training that you see in like old kung fu movies like when you're washing the car picking up sticks and stuff like that and they're like now you understand the power of the wind now you understand the power of the earth now you're ready for this one and it's like I'm doing errands that I would do in real life where one I had to clean someone's house two I had to I accidentally bumped into this lady and she spilled this money and she yelled at me and my task was to pick up all the money that I made her spill and then I gave it to her and then she gave me you know experience points so it's kind of like I really it's like real life, but they made it in a more fantasy element. So it's like mm-hmm. now you have to, you know, feed these chocobos, 
uh, you have to go to the garden and pick up the greens. And now you got to put it in their little, you know, things so they can eat it. And then you get money and experience points. So I'm just, just the whole process of that, of me enjoying this and having fun. And then seeing how people are like crying on TV where they're just like, if only they didn't play video games. I'm just like, hold up now, for real. Like, let me have my peace. Because I'm thinking, you know, in a hypothetical world, if what 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 is their goal what why why is this even a, a topic of 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 conversation for all of us like okay mm-hmm. so what if that's happening or not why are y'all saying it what, what's your plan like i never saw or maybe i didn't look into it what is their plan so video games is a problem what what are y'all going to do about it like mm-hmm. does anyone does anyone know what they want do they want like no video games do they want part like i don't know i'm i'm curious well i mean it's like it's the same drum they've been beating for for years since the 90s the same drum they keep beating it's an easy one you know you you play you either first thing that happens is you send your your uh hopes and prayers and then you refer <laughs> My back hopes and to, to video games or violent media and when it comes down to it, video games the ultimate goal is escapism you're going into yes. a world to get away from whatever reality that you live. And that's the ultimate goal for a video game is to escape. I feel like when it comes down to these horrible acts, uh, these folks aren't seeking to escape. They're seeking retribution. That's a completely different act that you're getting uh, out of a video game. In a video game, everything you do, you put out there in that video game. When you turn it off, it's off. And maybe you want to play again, but you never turn it off a video game and then continue to play it in actual life. Um, and I feel like it's it's easily it's easy to like misconstrue that to the public that might not know much about video games. Say, great, if you're playing Grand Theft Auto, the game doesn't end when you turn it off. The game keeps going when you turn off Grand Theft Auto. It's easy mm-hmm. to make an assumption when your audience only sees snips of Grand Theft Auto being spliced together on a Fox News live reel of like only showing prostitutes and shooting and killing. Um, right. It's easy to like paint that picture. Um, but what it comes down to it is that these people that are playing these video games are playing them for a different set of release. And the folks that are out there doing these heinous crimes are doing it because they want control, they want power. Um, and the power that they want to have over people that they want to enact, that they want to control, that they want to hurt. And in video games, even those people are painted as the villains in video games. Those folks that you have to fight and have to defeat. Those are the people that <laughs> are the, the the main antagonists in these video games. So um, right. I, I think it's 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 the polar opposite of what an actual person playing a video game happens to be. They're mad because they saw themselves in some villain in a game and then they just got in their feelings. I feel like that could be a reason too. Some of them, (laughs) they saw their son or daughter playing a game. Where's you playing? I'm playing this game. That villain seems very familiar. Like, yeah, it reminds me of you, dad. Hmm. I hate video games. (laughs) Did we get to the point where I bring all this back to capitalism as the problem? Yes, bring it back, I mean, bring it back, Raymond. Yes. Bring it back. All right. Okay. Yes. Because uh, that's that's really it's it's they want they're gonna make more money off of guns than they are for video games. That's what it this, comes down to. Oh, this absolutely. Is true. And this is why you know legislation hasn't really been enforced. And this is why I feel like you know people are buying guns like crazy because not only because it's so easy, but now it's like it's a chain reaction where people are like, oh, I'm not feeling safe. Let me get a gun. As well yeah. as people who are like. Well, I'm going to get those people. Let me get a gun too. So it's like they're playing on both sides to get my, more uh, guns. My, and they can get it from Walmart. My buddy oh. was a 
joking together. Yes, and that's part of the problem. Of uh, that was part <laughs> of it earlier. I was just like, Walmart, why are you pulling down displays of violent video games when you could just stop selling guns? That would solve a problem. Um, right. But the uh, the the other thing my buddy and I were joking about the other day uh, when we were watching somebody's newscasts, we're like, um, so we, uh, I guess the answer to guns is everyone that's brown starts buying guns and then when they see uh, all the brown people start buying guns then they'll start doing something because then i was saying know, that be... too yeah that but that's <laughs> history no encouragement that at all. History. <laughs> they they were i i think i posted this online about how long long ago well not too long ago when the black panther party you know they were all about protecting themselves too and they start 92. arming themselves with guns yes not too long ago and then that's when they're like oh we gotta we gotta have gun guns legislation we we gotta we gotta start putting a law and da 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 and so i found it funny that that happened in real life we just probably need to do it again and have everyone involved but then i'm pretty nervous that it will probably just be a shootout everywhere then we're well it's not just that then we're literally saying the solution to the problem is buying more guns and which is what they want so then they win regardless right so that's that's my actual problem with that mindset but like it's it's still funny because it would probably work like i I can it's just i thought the same thing right Um, i thought the same thing i was just like for all the wrong reasons but it'll probably we all we all just go to walmart get a gun (laughs) and what just they be say, like my my name's on the registry. They say no, and then we say, "Can we buy violent video games instead?" And uh, <laughs> they say, "Yes." <laughs> Let me show you the way. It's down this aisle. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, what are some games that you guys feel like if you were gonna have a moment with these people to really be like, "You guys are wrong." Here's my PowerPoint. On explaining why what how would you go about that to educate not only them maybe mostly the public because the public are just and when i say the public i mean like people who use fox news as a uh their favorite news show what is a way that you can reach those people and be like you know this is what's really happening mm. versus what are they painting because they're only gonna know if like someone their family talks about it or a neighbor be like you know what they're actually wrong i actually like to play minecraft it's a very educational education educational game you know it makes me feel great i don't feel I'll, like blah 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 i'll answer the question but i think the real answer to the question is just fox muse stopping doing things like trying to portray <laughs> a narrative that is just not correct um right but- that's, that's not that's, gonna happen that's, that, that, that probably isn't uh, this that laura ingram thing i referenced earlier was definitely like several years ago uh, i think it was Yay. after parkland uh, so maybe not yeah. several a few years ago but um yeah the i guess the the real answer there i think is uh showing him that graph of hey uh, we're not the only ones that have spent a bunch of money on video games and we're the only ones with this amount of gun violence in our country um so Oh yeah, the uh, I the, think that's uh, all that's necessary. The graph from Box that showed the top ten countries with uh, the most that produce the most video games in correlation to that those same countries and the amount of gun violence within them. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and it it was like you know Japan and South Korea they make the most, but then they have like no gun crime at all. Versus, yep. we play a lot. And we have the most guns in the world. So yeah. those are straight facts, like easily. 
And then even even if we did want to talk about other countries, we could talk about how New Zealand. New Zealand had that crazy shootout about a year or so ago. And it took them merely like a week or two for them to put gun legislation like in effect like that. And they just really cracked down on that because they were really concerned about, you know, having a growing epidemic. I think they referenced referenced America a few times and was like, we don't want to be that country. And so they really like they pushed that. Yay and, for being the role models. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think so, what makes it yeah. easy is the fact that New Zealand doesn't have a huge gun lobby like we do. Like the NRA is just pumping tons of money into keeping any kind of uh, regulations or uh, rollbacks from even touching the floor. I mean, they are full on putting all their money towards like keeping every congressman who's in the red state on on their payroll. Like, you know, like make sure nothing is going to go against us. I mean, even now, like, and even after all these shootings, you know, Trump finally rolled out some red flag laws, which instead of California, we have red flag laws, which means that if you have a family member that is, that's going through like a tough time or going through like something like going through like a mental disorder and you are afraid that, hey, they have guns in the house and something could happen, you could like call in and the police will come to that house and take the guns from that person because saying, hey, this is a red flag. Um, they're like starting to do rollouts on red states for that now, which is like wow. almost unheard of. But it's because of this like big push from like all these you know big acts of gun violence. And even though they are pushing through like the red flag laws, it's only to like certain states, not like across the board. Um, the NRA is like very powerful in terms of like making sure that that doesn't touch certain states that they like you know deem you know their states. And I feel like the that's honestly the south, yeah. <laughs> I feel, like I feel like that's honestly like our biggest hurdle in this whole debate about gun violence, the fact that the NRA is so powerful that they are going to make sure that they kill whatever bill that is going to like give some kind of symbols of control back to the people from touching their floor. And I think that's our biggest hurdle is figuring out how we're going to get them either out of the way or... or They're kind of doing that to board. themselves right now. I don't know if you heard the... Uh, okay. One of the heads of NRA is getting like investigated for... Um, oh, Pierre. Uh, uh, I think so. Like he's being investigated for uh, basically using company funds mm -hmm. for himself and all this <laughs> stuff. Um, not and surprising. So, oh yeah, of course not. So they're kind of <laughs> killing themselves. It's it, it. Hopefully that means we're gonna get closer and closer if they start falling apart. Well, Raymond, we if there's to... anything I'm always on like that I'm always wary of is rich white folks with money getting consequences. I don't ever get my hopes up. Right. Right. It's almost <laughs> like it's it's too easy just to sit back and watch, but and the rules don't that's all we can do. Them. Well, yeah, right, right, right. Point, um, everyone can see defeat. No more Call of Duty games. <laughs> I would love for that. To be just a thing. that. Call no more Call of Duty. Terrible. Oh, oh, oh! Different. No, different I, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. If we're gonna be like throw that game in the trash. I agree because I feel like it's run its course. It's pointless, and there's so the much past, stuff. The present and the future, and in space. What else are we gonna fight wars? And this entire podcast becomes why is Call of Duty a bad game? The answer to that question is because of thirteen-year-olds. That's the answer to that question. And Whoa. the second answer is because of the plot. I and also think because of thirteen-year-olds, they know about this game because of like 
kids older than them that used to play that game. It's almost like a chain. It's like once you hit 13, that is your game to get into the teenage world. It's like if you don't play Call of Duty by the time you're like 12 or 13, you're not a cool kid. And so, so I feel like they popularize it within their circles. And so who knows? I feel like kids are not enjoying playing that game. So they are, I feel like they're actually, just... You're right. actually like it is its own weird community. Uh, yeah. Even down to the esports side of it, like it is. We we I did a lot of different video game events for a lot of different games, and the ones that always had the like strangest kids were the Call of Duty ones. Like <laughs> it just it was it more than any other game. I can't. I like this is facts. Like I would. Like, I wonder it, why. I wonder um, why. Now that's yeah. a study I want to do. I, Why are y'all so whack playing this game? Is it because the game is whack or y'all were whack to be to accept this in your life? Ooh. I can't tell. But that's a personal like BuzzFeed qu- quiz type of thing. Like what kind of uh... <laughs> um, but no, I, I feel like for video game communities, and I feel like I feel like, you know, in the future, it's gonna happen again where they're gonna bring up video games as a as a reason for something. It might not be it might not be shootings it might be for something else and so i'm just wondering mm-hmm. if like what is something that we can do as fans or communities to do or i mean we just sit back and let it happen again i i, I am i am realizing like the times that happened in the past people said things they out they were going to do things and then it didn't happen you know it got overturned and we moved on and then something mm-hmm. happened and they brought it up again is that going to continue in the future? Or do you think somebody's going to be like, hold Obviously. up. Of course it's going to continue. Let me it's just not. shut all y'all going. down. It'll is it going to keep going? It'll keep going oh, well. because the video game industry can literally, they can take that hit. Like at this point, they've been doing it, they've been, pl- they've been doing it for so long. This will be most likely a momentary hit. And they know that by the holidays, when they start dropping the next big games, people will come running back. Video games are pretty much like movies. There are slow periods and there are high periods. I don't even think they're really hurt right now. Like, yeah, it's just a slow. It's. I feel like video games have always had very low sales in summertime. Like, yep, they do. So yeah, that's just. I think that's all it really is. Like, I feel like if they if they made this like call like around Christmas, maybe they'd be worried. But they made this call like late into the the summer. summer. Ain't nothing coming out for a hot minute. They'll be fine by Christmas time. Just downloadable yep. content. That's the only stuff coming out in the summer. But definitely around November, December, you get these giant sales that people... Black Friday. They'll be right. there in droves buying games. People waiting at midnight outside the store oh. trying to buy up all that stuff. Paying $65 knowing that... for, an, for an early bird pre-sale with the DLC pack. People will still be there doing that. This is true. That's true. It's just, I, I found it funny. Like, I'm going to keep seeing this for the rest of my life. And it's just will always be a thing. Mm-hmm. Unless, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, yeah. video games, the only time that they ever were in danger was when they were strictly in an arcade and they had no home value. Yeah, but now I can the fact see that. that. Everyone has a console or a PC, that home value. Yeah, they can like scream and holler about video games being the devil's plan. But at the end of the day, You'll still have mom and dad wanting to please their spoiled kid on Christmas Day, or you'll still have adults going to Steam on a Steam like sale and buying like six video games that are now twenty bucks. They were sixty-five bucks three months ago. Like mm-hmm. the video game industry pumps out so much money now that 
they can take this the small bad rap and be fine. And I think like I think at the, I think at, at the end of the day, Capitol Hill knows what they're doing. They're playing this this game of like we're gonna deflect the blame on the video games, and your parents will be angry at video games, and unfortunately they'll forget about it. And then something right. will happen, the heat will come back, and it'll be cyclical. It's terrible that 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 we kind of can tell this pattern. But I mean, I feel like every time the shooting, the Onion releases that article about. Uh, a country being sad about another mass shooting that they knew was going to happen again. It happens every time and yeah. they release it every single time because of the exact same reaction. Uh, it's just frustrating. I wish there was more. Well, I mean, I know why it's frustrating and I know mm. it's going to take a hell of a lot for a common sense solution. Mm. But at the same time, don't touch my damn video games, like, at the end of the day, like, shut up. I really feel like every time something like this happens, someone <laughs> goes in the archive somewhere in the White House, pulls it out and be like, why is this happening? Opens book. Okay, we're going to use video games again. We used it back in 2019, this month, Ju- July, August 2019. We're going to use it now. This is good for this time. And then we'll use mm. it again, maybe in like four years or so. I yeah. feel like it feels almost like that because when I heard them say that, I was like, wait, is this 1997, 1999? What, what's, what, what? But yeah, it just, it, it just frustrates me. But yeah, Kat, if anything, Kat, you should blame Joe Lieberman. He's and... the congressman that started it all. <laughs> and He's... Uh, there's a new he Joe is. now. He there's a new Joe? Too. Oh, I guess not new. He's pretty old also. Yep. What's his last name? Uh, he goes by Biden? By Dean? By oh, Biden. that Joe. Yeah. He used to be my Uncle Joe, then I disowned him. Oh, okay. Um, that's you sad. You gotta decide to get those votes. You, you gotta get those septuagenarians to vote for you, so, you know, you gotta... But he's just saying things that sound good without thinking about what that actually means. I know he has some grandkids playing some Fortnite, and he's gonna talk about, y'all shouldn't really be on that. Like, stop, Grandpa. Stop. (laughs) He gets older and older. (laughs) (laughs) He does. (laughs) He is old. Isn't he in his 70s? He is, um... Actually, I need to see if he's in the same year as all these other guys. I know Bernie is like closer to 80, but he's the one with the most common sense. He has the most common sense. I guess it does help to be the oldest one in the room. (laughs) That's true. So now now we're going to look up all the old guys in this race. Oh, God. Born in 42. Ooh. Um, That means he's 77. Yeah, that. Yes. Got no it. Joe. Yeah. But, I mean, you're not too old to educate yourself. Maybe maybe what these people really need is to be locked up or set down and play some games. And then they're going to find themselves and be like, why? I'd rather, he, you know. He is older than this. Trump. Yep. How old is Trump? 72? He's 72, 73. 73. Um, 73. And that These makes people Biden are like three generations 76. away. Yeah, that's why I'm voting for the young guy currently. Y'all, like they, they, like TV was barely invented when they were children. <laughs> Change is scary. Change is scary. 
So I'm just saying. It's I'm, <laughs> Bernie Sanders and uh, Joe Biden are actually only a year apart. Are you are you serious? Oh, Absolutely. poor Bernie. You got to take care of himself a little bit better. Bernie just be on like Energizer Juice. Like, I I I think he's coming to the Bay Area soon. Energizer Juice. Bernie looks like <laughs> Professor Honeydew from the Muppets. <laughs> he does look like Professor Honeydew. But that man be moving. He travels constantly. He stands on his feet like all That's day talking. Like but he's been age. but he's been doing this all his life. He's been doing this like since the 60s when my parents were born. <laughs> 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Vote for the young guy. Vote for the young guy. I'm Wait, going for the young guy. Which one? Which young guy? Um honestly, it, it, currently my my inclination is towards Rudy Wait, uh, what? Pooja what? Oh, Pete? Mayor Pete. That's okay. my current inclination, but there's other young guys that I would accept. Like, uh, so I just I'm tired of old people running this country. That's right. that's all it really is. Isn't sure. everybody? Let's, Canada, let's make Canada, this a section about Canada, what race race ideas on politics and who he's voting for. Go. Oh, go. let's go now. I'm just no, trying, no, no. My, my last point is just Canada and France are doing very great, and they both have very young prime ministers. For the sake of you, what I'm going to say is that gun violence and video games will always be tied together in this blame game wheel uh, being played at Capitol Hill. It'll never go away until they decide to actually ball up and talk about mental health issues and, of course, the rising nationalism among young white men in America. Until that day happens, it's going to keep going on and they'll keep blaming video games. But, of course, the video game industry's already got its pockets in Capitol Hill, so they're going to keep, you know, being safe, but it'll be a, a nice game of tag every year. It's like Star Wars. <laughs> What? You know what? It's actually a really good, good connection. I didn't want to get like, quiet. <laughs> different year, different reboot. I'm the pop reboot, culture correspondent. I have to put pop culture stuff in. That's good, Don't though. force it. It's light versus dark forces. But it's like, you, you should have forced that one in, Kat. I don't think it took. Wait, no, that was good. Okay, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna take that out of post, too. <laughs> no, no, keep it in. Because it'll, it'll, cause like, it'll happen again. We'll see the references be like, oh, not another one. We already seen this one last year. Right. And then I'll be like, Thank you. It'll happen every year. And we'll be like, oh. Are, are you serious? Wait, are we are we comparing shootings to Star Wars movies? We're not. No, that not the shooting. <laughs> Where we are comparing the video game versus gun legislation, how this keeps popping up throughout history continuously. Light and dark forces. Um, we're not getting the job done because the dark forces have too much. They're they're so consumed with power and getting money, but they're they have a fix where they're gonna pick on us, but then try to move everything along, even though not everything's okay. We need to focus on the other issues and not try to blame the stuff that makes us happy. Yeah, like midichlorians. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Marlon. This is why you're here. <laughs> And wow. uh, okay. with that, I'm gonna beam up to the Enterprise. <laughs> and, um, and we can we can do Star Trek too. Oh, <laughs> what where what storyline do we want to talk we're not, about? We're not going down this path. Okay, I, I just wanted to let our listeners know that we still have our um, Indiegogo campaign going on right now between now and the end of this month. Um, so if you feel inclined to support us, hop over there, and whatever you can give would be awesome. If not. 
you know, if you guys can share your share our link over your social media and such, that'd be awesome. And that's all I got. Thanks, Kat. Cat. Your dollar perk. What? Yes. I'm a perk. You are a perk. You are. <laughs> if you donate a hundred dollars today, you will get your wish and be in the hot seat on the Geek Force podcast, where we talk about all things geeky that runs from Marvel, DC, video games. Emphasis on video games. Yeah. So and anything under the sun. Definitely. If you want to talk with Kat about her issues with various movies, anime, and beyond, <laughs> head over to our Indiegogo page and you can donate for that. Right. Because I'm still waiting for my anime episode. So you might be the one. Thank you guys so much for being on here and talk about all Thanks things. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it was awesome. This was a really awesome podcast. I look forward to listening to more stuff. I listened to at least six other other podcasts before I uh, joined tonight. So y'all doing some good stuff over there. Marlon's a podcast expert. Is he now? I do. I do love podcasts. I walk to work every day and I try new podcasts. And yours got my attention. I listened to the fantasy and sci-fi one. Naturally. One of my favorites. (laughs) The sci-fi one. That was a crazy one. It's a good one. I had Who so knows? much comments about there was a black Superman and he was black because the sun, like with most. What? And that was his whole storyline. <laughs> we will talk about that. We will I talk about that. Live it. You're, an icon. Your audio dropped yes, out. I'm icon. assuming it was awesome. <laughs> He's expressing it greatly. Because Icon's the best. That's like my favorite comic book storyline. We're going to talk about that. Well, that that can be your next episode if you want. How awesome awesome Dwayne McDuffie is as a human being? Sure. So down. And then segue into, of course, Virgil Hawkins. Yeah. Dwayne McDuffie. Oh, yeah, Dwayne McDuffie is dope, too. May he rest in peace. We're just going to talk about those people. Okay, cool. Um, Thanks, you guys. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you, Amy. And thanks to our listeners out there for listening and supporting Quest On. That's so Raven. (laughs) I am so I'm logging off right now. I'm from I'm from every continent in Africa. This episode of Quest On Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California. 